Hey, this is Daniel, and you're listening to Rushing Forward. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rushing Forward podcast. Um, I know it's been a while. I The podcast has been on quite the hiatus. I have been nursing my wisdom tooth, and I think I am okay to be back on speaking and talking to awesome people. Uh, today, I'm very honored to have Jonathan Bakeboa. Um, he is a Ugandan computer science student at the Beijing Institute of Technology, 24 years old, and is the creator and maintainer of view libraries like Chakra UI, View, and Breadstick. And you need to tell me more about Breadstick. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and as, 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 like, as if that's not enough, he is also the co-founder of Akadu. Did I say that right? Yeah, that, that's that's accurate. Akadu. Okay. Yeah, Akadu, which is a platform for providing simultaneous interpretation as a service, uh, remote simultaneous interpretation as a service, which I think we'll get into um, a bit in depth later on. He's also a co-founder of the Beijing Vue.js meetup in China. He loves God and loves people. He plays the guitar, sings, and codes in his free time. I mean, with all this... Do you even have free time? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Like, I'm trying to learn to manage my time better. <laughs> and how is that working out for you? I think. You I think it's. I think it's going on. You know, it's going on a lot better now. I mean, there were times I was like sleeping at ridiculous hours. I mean, I still do every now and then. Um, but like, at least now I kind of feel I have more control over my day. Um, I, I, yeah. I've been like trying to learn a bit about what I can do to. Um, to like manage my time, and uh, I, I'm not like perfect at it yet, but I I, I feel like I'm I'm making progress. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a journey to be honest. I'm, my time is just all over the place. <laughs> it's been it's been super crazy these past few weeks. But yeah, I'm very grateful to have you. Very happy to have you. Um, I don't even know it starts seriously. Like, wow, one for starters, it's really. It's um like I find it really great that I'm talking to an open source maintainer of such an amazing open source project like Chakra UI, who is from Africa because you don't see that very often. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, you really don't, and uh, I I think it was also one of my like initial motivations, uh, you know, to be honest. And and how how did you get into open source actually? Um, well, I really like didn't see it as like you know like oh I want to get into open source. I guess at the beginning, um, you know, like I, I think I've been I've been doing like web development for about um, I think I started maybe beginning of 2018. Um, that was the okay. beginning. Yeah. So. I, I, also, how long have you been programming? Yeah, you know, around that time, really, around that time. Maybe it started maybe okay. end of 2017, beginning of 2018. That's when it's like really good. Like, okay, now I need to like be serious about what I'm doing. But I'd been doing design before, so the, like my like motivation was because I was doing like freelance work, was to um, mm. you know turn like my designs into like code so I could charge more, you know, for my clients. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that was my <laughs> my initial motivation. And um, somewhere along the way, I picked up Vue, and I guess this one around the time that I started, you know, um, I started uh, uh, working on uh, Akadu uh, with my other co-founders. And uh, during this time, like I was the only front-end developer, so I had to like hone my skills very fast, like really quickly, and um, in the field. <laughs> so 
a lot of nights with debugging stuff, a lot, a lot of things, and especially because like you know, imagine, yeah, you know, um, especially because like you know, it's Vue.js and Vue is you know relatively new, and there's like not much tooling in the community. So when I saw that, I was yes. like, yes, that what what year was that when you were doing this? Um, maybe when I started re- when I started realizing this was probably around the middle of 2019. This is when I realized because we yeah. we adopted we adopted view maybe at the end of 2018, uh, beginning of coming into 2019. Like around that time, I think that's that's about the time I started writing view code. Also, 2018, yeah, late um, second quarter of 2018, I just started writing view code, and that was around the time where I got like my first my first gig. Um, as a cool. developer advocate, and a lot of that was like engaging the view community, and it was a company that works with GraphQL, and the tooling part was the problem because Apollo GraphQL yeah. was not as mature as it is now, and there was there was like I was literally searching like scouring the internet for documentation or examples or tutorials <laughs> on how to do this so that I can you know better serve the community and help with people who are trying to integrate like GraphQL into view applications. And there was literally nothing. And it was me just debugging yeah. and looking at how <laughs> things happened in React and then trying to, you know, yeah. like write code view. And then like eventually that worked out. But yeah, there's been so much growth in the view community and I'm super proud. Yeah, man. Like what you're saying is like literally, I think my it's my entire experience in like, in like uh, view uh, open source related like stuff. Any, anytime I go into like tooling, because, you know, I'm, I'm really inspired a lot by the React community because they have, first of all, it's like big and they have a lot of success with yeah. like a lot of things. And I think it would be like, um, I think it would be, we would cheat ourselves if we didn't like borrow from them uh, some of these things, uh, some of these ideas. So um, I do spend a lot of time like just looking at like React code. Um, uh, but fun fact, like actually my first like framework was React. I, like I tried to learn React, and I didn't like it. To be honest. So I like gave it like a rest, and that's when I decided to pick up Vue because it was like easy out of the box. Um, so now I can I can now write React code, but like in the beginning, uh, it was uh, it's crazy. Just like yeah, JSX was something else for me. Yeah, I used to do React and React Native, and React Native wasn't as mature as it is now, and it was even more of a pain than Vue.js. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really amazing to like see now more people adopting Vue and like uh, yeah, it, it's really it's really cool. And I remember at the time there wasn't like like a lot of like you know tooling for all this stuff. So um, I like I would have to like read React code and like figure out how to make this in Vue. I had I I was I was uh, at this time I had like I think I'd gone through like tutorials on like um, on Vue mastery and like I'd gone through all the deep stuff. Like uh, <laughs> I'd gone through everything. Uh, just trying to like understand, like I had gotten a point where I was now like reading the source code, like some parts of view or other things, just trying to like understand a bit more of like what exactly is going on, um, and uh, other React libraries as well. And so um, that's when like for me like the, the thing once 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 it clicked when I understood, but oh, so this is what they are doing, um, and now yeah. now trying to like make that into like a view paradigm, like you know trying to put that inside like a view kind of you know point of view. Yeah? point of view jeff <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah trying to do that like kind of became something i think uh was almost like a niche like now if i if i see like a library that's done in react that i think is done well um i feel like uh it can be done even better in view like that's just just my like like way of thinking 
Um, like I know React does some things amazingly well, but I think Vue exposes like a lot of power to like uh, to like you know a user, I guess, consumers and to library authors. So that was like Absolutely. my that was like what like pushed me into like okay, let me just make these things myself. See, let's see if it even works at all. We even work. <laughs> yeah. And and it sure did. How how did you get from there to like even thinking about writing um, Chakra UI view? Ah, uh, okay. So, ah uh, man, uh, the story of Chakra is like really interesting. I remember at the beginning, um, I was because um, you know I'm working at a Kadu, and I was thinking of like because mm. we had gotten a point where like our CSS files were like very huge and like bloated, like tens of thousands of lines. Um, and so like, we're using like the CSS in. Um, like the style tag yeah, in, in view files, like, like separate. Yeah, at the, like at, at the time, I think we hadn't even adopted like view. Like, so this is at the time I was really thinking about we need to do something about the CSS because, like, uh, I, I did, I, honestly, to be honest with you, I don't like writing CSS. I, I think it's cool. <laughs> no, like, to be honest, it's really cool. It's amazing. But, like, for me, like, the um, the repetitiveness and, like, the, like the boilerplate-ness of, of, of it, like, you know, like, it takes too long to write, like, margin bottom. 10 pixels, you know, <laughs> it takes so long. Yeah, when you can just place something in, you know, uh, yeah. tag. Yeah, and have it work the way you want it. Yeah, you know, so like around this time, this is around Tailwind UI was released. So I saw Tailwind and immediately I thought, I love this thing. I love it because like it's, uh, it's, it's reducing the amount of code that you have to write. It also, mm-hmm. it also doesn't like, because one of the things I was struggling with was that, um, you know, if you, if, you, if you don't approach like your styling from a utility point of view, like most likely you'll have your CSS um, very tightly coupled with your HTML. So if you change mm-hmm. something in the HTML, you have to rewrite your CSS, right? Or if you change something in the CSS, it affects how things are going to appear in your markup. Like, you know, like it was too tightly coupled. And I, I, so you couldn't refactor anything without having to like scroll. Is this the line where I, I wrote that? Oh, no, no, it must be. Oh, let me just open the browser, find the dev tools, find the... You know the style. Look at the class name, then go yeah. open VS Code, search the class name, <laughs> find the class, then look for the style, and say, ah, I repeated that style here because I copy pasted this thing, and ah, so this is the one. So finally remove it, and then you you do it on mobile, and you, ah, the bug is still there. I I made a breakpoint. I forgot to go back and remove it, and so you go back to the breakpoint, and then do the same thing, um, and like that's because of like how tightly coupled it can become. I mean, it works if you're doing like a small scale thing, but if you, I, I feel if you want to go fast. Um, for me, that's the thing that sold me on utility-based styling, right? Because um, you, you're basically, you're simply styling on utilities. Like, yeah, I don't have to, like, rewrite this MB for, like, margin bottom 10 pixels, like, 40 times. Um, I don't have to, like, do that for any time that I need it. I just, like, use a class that already exists that does it for me. And so Tailwind started to open my mind into, like, ways of, like, doing this. And so... Along that time, I, I made like a small thing in our company, like a type, a prototype of like Tailwind, because like we couldn't like integrate Tailwind fully because of how massive it is, and we couldn't like pre-shake it because we already had our own CSS in it. So um, I just made like a small version of it that uses like, the commonly used like utilities, which we still use to this day. Um, and uh, around that time, I felt like okay, we need some. I need something like this in view, but that can allow me to like flesh out components like a lot faster. Um, UI components yeah. in general, and uh, give me like a lot of control on the theming, because uh, Tailwind like its sale of point for me like what the value that Tailwind UI gave 
gave me was the utility based style and that was good um and now what i needed to have was like the the control over the theme like that's the next thing i wanted to have like you do have access to the theme tokens in tailwind um you can change yeah. them um and you can reference it's them quite different. yeah but it's a bit different when you have when you're running them in like javascript in um you have a lot more control you can do very specific things um and like you write le- a lot less code to be on like um so um that was the the feeling that I, that's what i wanted to have in like a library so i started by making like a small prototype this thing um and uh then i came across uh chakra ui someone i think i was you know i, I follow a lot of things i started using twitter around 2019 <laughs> so um i came across, i had about oh this that's how we connected <laughs> yeah yeah right and and i i that's how i i, I saw like uh this library called chakra ui view everyone in twitter is talking about chakra ui sorry everyone is talking about it and so like oh what's what's this thing um so i find that oh the guy who made it is 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 you know segun adebayo i'm from nigeria i'm like wow this guy this is a nigerian guy he made this really awesome library so i'm okay cool everyone is talking about it let me try it and i i went to the doc i was immediately sold on the idea um and i'd already had like a similar working prototype so i i remember i reached out to him and i said hey man uh on twitter it was a long message i was like yo if you have like some time for like a call on zoom i really i have some yeah. questions to ask you because i'm um I'm, i'm i'm working on a component library based on vue.js that looks very similar to what you're doing with like uh, chakra ui view and i'm um, with chakra ui and um i'm curious to hear like what your thought was what was your what was your like school of thought um when you were building this component library yeah you know i didn't even want to like ask him um what the like the tools you use because you could see them i think in the code uh, i just really wanted to see what was his goal like what was the goal of this library yeah. and what's his um, thought pattern what approach was he taking yeah and uh, that's when he started talking about accessibility and he talked about like this com- you know this constraint based design and styling and um these these are all things that resonated with me in fact i i think i started to understand accessibility a lot more after i started working with chakra right so huge shout out to to uh Segunda Dubai is one of the best engineers I know and he's also really like a really nice and friendly guy like there're not many people that you can reach out to on Twitter and say hey you built this thing um I know you don't know me but like I'm I would love to get on a call with you so you can like tell me what you were thinking right. when you made this thing yeah really um and so as I continued working on this library um uh, I I've, I've, I've been working with Segun uh you know for some time now bouncing ideas and sharing like things um and uh I can I'm really excited about the future of chakra here today. And so that was when we said, you know what, let's just merge this thing. Let's make it one and because we gain we gain more by having like a unified community and um we reduce the amount of work done across like libraries, right? So um we're thinking of ways to do that. So there's lots of exciting future plans and uh, yeah, that's that's how like chakra UI as a library came and uh, for me like the goal was to just make it easy to build accessible applications and um i want to be able to use chakra ui on a on a on a project and not worry about the design mm. system like you know i can change it if i want to like i i don't have to worry about that was my gripe with like a lot of other libraries that i'd used like you pull the thing in and then once you start writing your css you realize your css does not have the same level of specificity than the internal library css so now you have to do like lots of hacks you know um to like target that thing so you can change the way the button looks so for me like the the, the selling point was if you if I want to like build like a library that look an application that looks entirely different um I can use the same library to do it 
So that was that for me that was the goal without like rebuilding everything from scratch. That's amazing. And I'll be very honest with you, I have not built anything with view UI yet. I mean chakra UI view. Because <laughs> I like you like I mean like you, I really like Tailwind and Tailwind has been my go to for the past six, seven months. And yeah. I've been seeing Gift mentioned Gift built um she did like a video on Chakra UI view mm-hmm. and I had a look at that and it just seemed better. I don't know, maybe it's the novelty of it all or you know, that that shiny new thing. But seriously I'm just reading through the documentation and having a look at the components you have and awesome. it's all very well done and like I'm imagining building applications right now, just looking at the components. I'm like, okay, that goes there, and this goes there, and I'm like, it's this easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like uh, the goal is to like make it simple. And I really appreciate you saying that because, like, for me, it makes me happy to hear that. Oh man, somebody saw this and like you haven't even built enough, but like you can already see so much potential, right? And I think yeah. I think that meets. Um, I think for me that kind of hits the goal. Um, the, you know, like the freedom to like yo, there's this library that you can use. You don't have to rebuild all your stuff from scratch. Just consume the thing and, like, make it. And, like, you can change how it looks, you can change how it feels, and without, like, going through lots of hacks. And even if you decide to, like, combine Chakra with, like, Tailwind, you can still do it. And you would still have, like, a fairly good, like, performance, actually, because Chakra only loads, like, the styles you need. It only imports the components Mm. you use. So you can have a very small application, and you can also... um, Still, yet like you're no more tree shaking with tail with with tailwind UI with tailwind CSS. So like if yeah. you want to, you can do it. Like I mean, you don't have to, but like, <laughs> you can't. Like <laughs> that is Nuxt support. I've been using Nuxt. I've been singing all the praises about Nuxt of late. Oh, I'm man. really enjoying using Nuxt. And I'm excited about where it's going. I love I love so Yes, I really do. Yeah, it's, uh, I, the does all your. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, this is something I want to touch on later. And like the whole open source ecosystem and where it's going, which is super amazing. And like, like I just want to point out that like I saw your work yesterday in the Worldview. Like I'm in the Worldview um, Discord server, and uh, I saw everyone singing praise for you for your amazing. Um, um, and you gave a talk. Oh yeah. At one of the meetups. Oh yeah, thank you, much. Thanks. Yeah, I actually did. Uh, it was just last night, actually. Um, yeah, how was that? Ah man, like my battery almost died, Daniel. <laughs> in the middle of the talk, I like, saw. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. In the middle of the talk, my battery almost died. Like it was like dying. I was seeing it. Like man, I, I need to finish this talk. <laughs> and like people in the chat, because you know I can't see the chat while I'm presenting. People in the chat were like, "Yo, let's see how long you can go with this without like <laughs> without his battery dying." And like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, People were like cheering for the battery. They're, you know, it was funny. It was really, it was really funny. Um, but yeah, like, so nice. yeah, I'm glad. Like, that. I mean, somebody said, "Hey, you know, you can like go get your charger." I was like, okay, cool, cool. So I ran and grabbed my charger and like went ahead and and did the talk and finished it. It was, it was actually, you know, like when I was preparing for it, like I was really looking for like what's the best way I can like show the value of Chakra UI. I do want to do like slides. Um, like, cause, yeah, mm-hmm. you can do slides, but like I think most people kind of want to see what the dev experience is like, right? Um, yeah, that's like the I'm also a fan of live coding. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Right? Yeah, it really, it really <laughs> is, you know. So um, I was like, 
thinking, okay, let me just not do slides. Let me just show the thing and let me just get started. And I decided to use Code Sandbox because, like, if it works in a Code Sandbox, it's most likely going to work with, like, a local project, you know, um, with over that bad internet and, like, over, like, you know, I just wanted to make it as raw as possible. Like, this is how easy it is. Um, so, yeah, it was it was great. It was nice. I had only 30 minutes. I What I made was the, uh, I, I remade the, log, the Vercel login page from scratch. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. Where can I watch this? Um, it's probably on YouTube. It's probably on YouTube. You can see it. Um, yeah, I did it in like a couple of, I think like maybe in like 10 minutes with like a dying battery. <laughs> it was so funny. And it was, the pressure was so much. That is such a thing. Is everyone listening? <laughs> is everyone listening to you? He was online in front of like so many people, yeah. live coding on a low battery, building Vessel's login page. That's such a flex. I, I know, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was real. Honestly, it was crazy. Um, I was excited that I was that I was even able to do that. Um, in like a, that that like short amount of time. So yeah, I I was proud of that. Like um. I was worried I was not going to be able to do it, to be honest, because I had done it before, like just before the talk. It took me slightly more than I had originally planned. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I also discovered, um, I'm thankful because I discovered a solution to, because currently, like, you know how Chakra UI doesn't, like, import, register all components. You have to import them and register them. So yeah. I came across this thing that Beautify uses. Somebody mentioned it. Uh, shout out to, I think his name is JSEC or something like that. I'm sorry if I butchered his name. Yeah. Yeah, he said that, you know, Beautify uses, a, it has its own loader that allows you to, like, dynamically register and import components that you use in the template. So you don't have to, like, import the component. You could just um, type the beginning tag, and Beautify's loader will be like, oh, so he typed this, and then it will import the component and then register it in the template that you're using it on the fly. So it's a lot work. It's a lot less, like, work that you need to do. And so um, now I discovered that, I'm sure if I... if that would have cut, I think, probably the length of that demo in like maybe maybe to, to like three quarters the length. Yeah. Yeah, but there's something to work on. Yeah, it is. I was actually just before you <laughs> called me, I was already looking into the source code for that. Are you serious? Yeah. That, that is like your your tenacity is inspiring. It is seriously inspiring. And Okay, oh, very tech, like I, I, I really wanted to go in like a different direction, but I've got a very burning question. Yeah. I haven't, because like I said, I haven't used um, Chakra UI view. Is there a VS Code extension for um, like an IntelliSense style thing? For for IntelliSense. So um, we, yeah. we currently do not have one yet, but we're working on adding um, um, beta support. Um, so what will happen is that when you install Chakra UI view, um, Vita will um, automatically start to like suggest once you once you open the tag and begin it with a C, Vita will begin to yeah. like suggest to you the names of components and different style props. So um, yeah, it's something we're working on. Uh, we haven't yet like done it fully, um, but yeah, we're still working on it. So I don't think we need an extension to be able to do that. Uh, but it would it, like of course it would, it would be nice um, to have something built in. Eh? Another flex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it, Daniel. And I promise we'll have it very soon. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very looking forward to that. Um, and I really can't wait to try it. Um, Chakra UI view. Cool. In like a totally different direction. Yeah. I want to hear your opinions on open source in Africa. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, uh, maybe 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 be a bit more specific. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because actually, I I left it yeah. in I left it open in general because I want to hear like your opinions on on where you think it's at, like what problems are there, what are they doing right? I see. Um, how do you, like it's definitely not as prevalent as it is in a lot more uh, in like other countries, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just want to hear what your thoughts are on, on that. Yeah, I see. Cool. Um, yeah, this is something I feel is close to my heart. Um, there's, um, there's many things. I, I, personally, I feel that the capacity that we have um, in Africa is, I think, beyond phenomenal. Um, I, think one of, I think the most tenacious people I have met are from Africa. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I've seen some of the like, most tenacious engineers that I know, people come up with like, really interesting solutions, problems people who have. Um, they're like probably the most determined lot of people. I like yesterday I was I was joking with uh with Segun and he was like, man, like there's something about like <laughs> the African energy. He called it like African energy, you know. Uh, <laughs> like if we set our, our hearts to like you know let's get this thing done, you know, we yeah. do it. And like I I I do think so. I do believe it because um you know I've not been home for in a long time really, and I I started doing open source like later on and so. All this time I've been like discovering more and more about the open source community back home, the things that we're working on. Um, I feel Nigeria has really gone ahead um, in a lot of in a lot of things, um, and uh, I think they're doing a great job, you know, helping bring uh, more countries as well to like you know to contribute more. I know Rwanda is doing well. I know South Africa is doing well. I know Kenya is doing well. Um, Uganda, I, I, I know a few people. You know, I, I don't know many people doing open source there. Um, I know um, uh, some people in uh, Congo. I know at least one person in Congo. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know too many people. Um, I know a couple of people from Ghana. Um, but I feel like the, the capacity is a lot more. And I think what I, one of the things I want to do is when I'm finished here in, in China, like, you know, when I feel like Akado is at a level where it's like we've found product market fit, we're, you know, probably IPO'd at this time. One of the goals I want to have is I really am looking forward to having time, and I want to go back home, and I want to see how to contribute to the community there, and um, I want to at least contribute towards like education in general, because I feel like Apple was yeah. like, really smart chaps, man. They're some of the smartest people I know, and I think like this web development, uh, develop like coding is really like bread and butter for them. I'm sure they can like um, we can pick it up and do amazing things with it. Um, so I really want that's to a thing that I can definitely that. agree with you on. Yeah, like there's some of the toughest people ever, but it's just a, a case of not having opportunities mm-hmm. given to them, like yeah, or just not having the insights or information yeah. that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Because like there's so much that I can also attribute to um, being in touch with like a global community that yeah, I guess has yeah. brought me to where I am. And, like a lot of people aren't. Like don't have that connection, and not, mm-hmm. and it's not their fault. It's not like they are trying enough. It's yeah. just, uh, it's it's just that's that's how things are, and mm-hmm. I think they definitely need to change. And I'm really happy that that's something that you're looking forward to, oh. um, and you really want to do. Yes, all right, and especially what you said that. just now about the like you know being in touch with the global community, I think is mm. I think is absolutely powerful. Um, 
I think Nigeria is, is doing well with it, but you know, I feel like maybe the rest of us like are still maybe a bit behind. But um, I, yeah. I have no doubt that we can catch on and we can be able to, because like you know, when you're in touch with the Kubo community, it's easy for you to learn and also for you to contribute and find value and give value exactly. to the community. But if if you don't have like the that opportunity or if you don't have that like level of, of like access, um. I think, like, of course, you won't be able, and you also won't be as enthusiastic about it. Um, today, like, I, I don't know many, like, I mean, I mean, unless you be, uh, you're aware of, like, the potential that you have with what you know and with, like, the things that you can create, it's very difficult for you to be excited about um, your work. It's very difficult for you to be excited about, like, coding, because you, you, you effectively have no, like, motive that gets you out of bed. So um, my desire and, like, is to like you know have have people excited about their work and because I know a lot of people and you know I think the shape of our industry of our continent or like many of the like governments I can speak for Uganda is that they don't put mm. a lot of value on like this industry right like tech in general um, a lot of things are still like they, they are beginning to but it feels a bit slow because it's kind of like top down with ideas that are old <laughs> trying to like work for like n- people with new ideas. And so, definitely, yeah, gatekeeping again. Yeah, so like okay. I feel like the people, like young people with the capacity, I feel, um, are able to show value that um, is able to even convince, like you know, our leaders. Um, I, I believe that I believe that it can it can change, and I believe it it can. Um, and so once we like start to have uh, that bit of momentum uh, with people realizing what it is they can do and they can you know contribute, I feel like the value in the industry overall is going to increase. Um, I feel like uh, even opportunities, because now I think people will be curious, of like, okay, what's going on down there? Uh, we hear there's some so many amazing yeah. people. Um, let's let's just go over there and see. Um, already companies are trying to like hire people. I think Andela is doing something like this, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think I think that um, we need to, and I know it's not it's not an easy thing. You know, it's easy, much easier said than done to like bring an entire like massive you know, continent or let alone an, an industry in general to like that same level is going to be a challenge. But I, I, I do think it's possible. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, and, um, you know, I, I believe that if, if like a few individuals that are really willing and are committed to the cause um, are able to like help inspire people, I think it's amazing. Like inspiration is a very powerful thing. That, so, yeah. True. I think that's the word, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we need so many more success stories for people to look at software engineering, people to look at open source and say, this is something I know yeah. I, will, I can do and like dedicate parts of my life to and it won't leave me homeless, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is why I'm really excited to talk to you. I mean, you are doing open source, you are, you know, and and you're still studying. Like, I think... It reminds me of a tweet that I read this morning. Let me see if I can pull it up by um, Victor Asemota. I think it touches on something you mentioned. Mm. Um, uh, it says, dear Nigerians, but I think this really should be dear Africans. Mm. It, um, have some hope. Hope is not a strategy, but at least it makes you want to do something. Mm-hmm. Despair is not a strategy, and there is no upside from it. It is defeat. Mm. Be optimistic and then determinate about outcomes. I think it really just touches on everything you said about 
being and like having motive and you you really can't have motive sometimes without inspiration i think it's like people like you doing amazing things that people can look up to and say yo i also want to be like jonathan i want i want to do that like like i'm like i know when i got into open source not many people i could look at and say yo hmm. okay this is like this is something that's possible for me and i know it sounds very trivial but just making that association in our heads can it, it's a turning point for so many people and mm. yo seriously being awesome oh man you're so right cuz like the um i was just looking at the i mean when you were talking about that i was just like you know thinking about what uh, like we what i think his name we said was Victor right um yeah Victor I, I, was it Samota is that what you said <laughs> yeah i think i think what he said is a really powerful thing um just like having hope like it's it's amazing you know, there's this verse in the Bible, I can't help but quote this, but it says, you know, there's hope for a tree that, is, that has been cut down. Um, mm. Just at the smell of water, I think that's what it says. It says at the smell of water, it knows it's going to sprout up. And I think that's what a lot of our people just, you know, really need to, to have. Um, to realize that, you know, yeah, you know, like, yeah, just really, you know, have like that, that like the smell of water. Have like people who, if like, like you said, like you can see someone like, oh man, I want to be like Daniel when I grow up. Um, like I, I want to like see our young like girls, you know, coming up with like really interesting like solutions to problems. I want to see our our young boys from deep in the village, you know, like you know, uh, not afraid of like tech. Because you know, recently, you know, the other day I was reading an, an article and I saw this guy who came up with like an incubator for like babies and he's writing his own software. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, this and he doesn't have like investment like like resources and whatnot, but it's being used in like um, hospitals. Um, all over Uganda, and like it's saving lives. Like when I saw that, like, man, I was like, this guy. I want to be. I want to be like this guy. Um, you know, like he's, he's, seriously. Yeah. Imagine not having all the resources, not having all these tooling, documentation, access, and being able to do amazing things like that. Yeah. And imagine what doors would be opened. I'm imagine like this guy, and this guy is just like, he's like just doing his thing there, right? Like. Like he doesn't have, he's, and, he's, and he's an old guy, to be honest. Like he's not even, uh, um, he's not even like, like you know, like us in our twenties or thirties. Like he's in his forties, and he's coming up with things like this. So like that tenacity, you know, like I'm, to, I'm telling you about, like, um, <laughs> like it's like, I don't know, like um, that energy. Yeah, I'll call it that African energy. <laughs> I don't know how to call it because. You know, energy, great intuition. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like that thing so of like the desire to like bring something to maturity and to bring it, cause it to succeed. Um, and you know, it, it's a really powerful thing. So I just really hope that if it's coupled with like the right knowledge, with the right people, with the right opportunities, and it's amazing to see what it what will come up with. And I, I think the next ten years, Daniel, are going to be very different. You know? Um, they're going to be very same. <laughs> Very, very. I think this is the the fifth, sixth time someone has said that on this podcast, either me or a guest. Yeah. The next ten years will seriously be so interesting for the continent. Oh yeah. There's so many young people doing amazing things, and it's it's really great. Oh yeah. And I think that's 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 one thing about open source that really inspires me because it takes out so many of the issues um, behind 
traditional setups. Mm. If you look at, um, in terms of like income experience, it's just changing so much. Usually, someone would have to be like, "I need to go work at Microsoft in Silicon Valley. I need to be this level of software engineer." Mm-hmm. And that's just changed so much because I think at its core, open source is distributed yeah. in its contribution. It's not location specific. Yeah. And just the ability of like the fact that people can contribute from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. is amazing. One. And then two, of late I'm seeing I'm seeing it become the bread and butter for so many people. Mm-hmm. If you look at things like Patreon, if you look at things like Coffee or GitHub sponsors, the yeah. people who've dedicated their um, they are like certain hours of their day to mm. just building open source software and they're making more than the average and I think mm-hmm. it's something I've been saying a lot like yo GitHub sponsors mm. please work with like Adela or I mean yeah. Flutterwave or Pedag or like Zazu and just like enable mm. like Africa on the continent to get payments for their open source contributions because that will open so many doors can you imagine yeah it really would if even just two hundred dollars mm. a month can do so much for a person on the continent. I'm not saying that they should be underpaid. Mm. No, if they can get two thousand. You're right, them, but like you're absolutely just right. Just two thousand. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like you know, if, I think like you're like you're saying like you know two hundred dollars. Like you know, I know a few people who are like making like tens of thousands a month on like open source mm. software. Like you know, of course. Of course, like it, it's not like the the only motive. Of course, maybe they set out to like do something else, but like this is the kind of opportunities they have, and they are working at their own time, and they are able to like, you know, provide for their families and do even more. And like, if somebody yeah. make like even two hundred two hundred dollars is like is like good money in Uganda. It's like good like good money. You can live well. You can like walk. You can like travel. You can. Uh, um, it's not like you really can't do like everything, but you can like you have an if the necessities at home. If and I'm sure if you have like, like a wife and kids and you're looking after like that can be good money to, you know, to have them uh, at least have like food on your on your table every single day. Um, you know, um, of course like no, yeah. it's not flashy, but like it gets the job done. But like that's motivation. That's like really good. So I I, I when you when you're saying that you know like be a, like just that alone, if somebody can see that and they can believe that you know what like if my work can provide value to to like this set of people and somebody is paying me or contributing to me to like make this to keep working on this thing then maybe i need to think about how to monetize this thing or think about like i think what it does is now gonna open like um like a an opportunity for people to start thinking in a more entrepreneurial like perspective as well um Exactly. Yeah, because like, it's not only because I, I think it's I think yeah I think like GitHub like the sponsorships and like the coffees are are like great and all, but I think they also in my you know I've, I've been analyzing this thing and I've been thinking, yo if people are paying you to keep working on this thing, then they pro- most likely will probably pay for uh, a product around it. You know, kind of like what Tailwind UI you know did, and I think they did it. They executed it. <laughs> I've been really wanting to talk about that. Yeah. Are we going to see a million dollars in sales for Chakra UI? <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will. You will, yeah. We've, we've been, like, thinking about, like, um, we've, we, we, we've been thinking about a few ideas. 
which I cannot say on this podcast mm. now yet. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's some really yes. exciting like things coming, um, and uh, mm-hmm. I think that um, and also with like so, so the React version is is currently working on releasing the new TypeScript version, which exposes a, a really mm-hmm. awesome like theming, theming API, which we will also add to the next the Vue three version, uh, because I wanted to work on this using the composition API, um, uh, that's that's in like Vue three, so um, with. Yeah, so like this this new like API is going to be like opening a lot of opportunities um, into like um, like you know general like building your UI. It's really going to change like the way people build like React applications or build view applications um, in general. And um, we're gearing towards having like a unified like a thing where it doesn't matter whether you React or Vue, you can still use Chakra or even Svelte or even like plain HTML. You can still use Chakra. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's an opportunity um, for anyone listening, by the way. I don't think a Svelte version exists, like a Svelte native version of Chakra yeah. exists. So yeah. talk to Jonathan if you want to make that happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we're always looking for contributors. And, like, you know, if... Because, if, if, like, you know, of course, like, right now, I don't think we... Right now, we don't have, like, somebody who is, like, a Svelte, like, expert, you know, um, on the team. Yeah. Um, because one of the things, you know, like, well, we're going to, once, once we go into like this whole unification, like thing, we're going to need like people to kind of like help us write interpreters for different frames. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, there's uh, some of, some of like the, like, like a glimpse into what we're going into. Like some of it has been set in stone, some of it hasn't, but, um, yeah, we're, we're always happy to have like contributors, people to like share ideas. And, um, hopefully like this will, you know, I know in the future, like, one of the things we want to do is, you know, turn it, turn parts of this thing into like a product that people can pay for because um, it, it's providing this much value to like you know companies and organizations. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean it's 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 worth it to like pay because like, this company is making you know how many millions of of like dollars every year. Um, yeah, I mean, what's what's the ten percent? <laughs> or you know, it's a small percentage. Uh, you know, you get what I mean. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. super glad that that's something on your mind. Because um, seeing everything going on in the open source space, to be honest, mm-hmm. I really want Africa to be able to jump onto this. Mm-hmm. Because I think the barrier for entry is much lower in open source than it is for a lot of other industries. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, if you look at the examples of like Next, for example, I think mm-hmm. got their series A, um, Gatsby got their series B. Yeah, isn't that amazing, so, Daniel? Like an open source like library exactly. received uh, funding. Like that's that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Series I mean, A. Tailwind funding, but like they like I think when they sold Tailwind UI, mm-hmm. uh, I think they have this that package i think um adam one of the co-founders i think racked like two three million in sales don't quote me on that but i know it was a lot of money yeah like they, they raked quite a lot of money in and like like this, this that's good money like i know this like, i know people who are like okay i think i have this money like in in africa to be honest like if you have that kind of money in the bank like, you, you, it gives you a lot of freedom a lot of time you know to like do things and like how how can I help others 
man, you know, as I grow, as I grow, I'm not saying I'm old, but like, <laughs> um, I think I've I've come to appreciate the value that time gives you. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, of course, right now we're working on Chakra UI and like, you know, it's like something I'm actively working on. I'm working on a Kadu um, every day. Um, but like, I feel like one of the goals for me is to have time. I want to be able to um, help people who need help. Like, it's something that has always been on my heart. Um, and uh, like, because it gives you also time to like really think and also to to um, contribute um, in places that need your contribution. So, yeah, um, time is a very it's a very it's a very important resource. Um, so, much as like you know, money money is important. Like, it's great. Um, but if if I can use my money to make get me to have time, <laughs> like that that's that's awesome. Um, I, people have different dreams. People want to travel. Other people want to. Like, do very specific things. Um, others want to like you know, see like I don't know. I, I honestly I, I'm not I'm not I'm not like a travel person, you know. <laughs> but like yeah, there's people who want to do all no, kinds of things. Um, <laughs> but like for me, it's more of like I want to be able to learn so I can help, you know, people in uh, especially in like in Uganda or in like Africa in general. Um, I want to like see more young people like taking this rat or this tech industry. You understand? Like, literally. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. So that's what I want to see. And um, so um, that's why I think it's also a good idea. Like, if you, if you can find a way, like, I know people I know people be criticizing, oh, you're doing open source. Why are you monetizing your thing? Like, it's supposed to be open source. Like, yeah, like, some part of it is open source. But, like, at the end of the day, I have, like, I have, like, a family to, like, like feed, right? You don't, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, you, you don't do that. I can't rely on that. To, like, I can't rely on only, like, contributions that um, are not, like, consistent to sustain me uh, for very long. Um, it can only be for a certain amount of time. And so what you want to do is to, you know, at least turn it into something that's, like, consistent and sustainable that you can turn into a product that you can sell. Um, yeah, like, and it's not, a, it's not a bad thing. It's really, and it's not difficult, especially now for us, like, who are, like, on the internet. I think we'd, like... Hmm. With like two hundred dollars in your pocket, or even maybe a hundred, you can buy a domain name, you can build a product, you can that some somebody might need, you can put it on a server somewhere, um, you can maybe post like a tweet, and like promote it or something if you want to, and you know you can have like a product, like a real serious product. Um, I, like I saw recently, I don't know if you saw Max Stoiber. Max Stoiber recently built like this thing called Feedback Fish. He did it in 55 mm-hmm. hours, man. Daniel, I was like, I was, I was, you know, I was like lit I, blaze <laughs> when I saw that. When I saw that thing, oh gosh, oh gosh, what, what were you saying just now? Like, just like everything you were saying. Yeah. That is just for me. One thing I'm really passionate in about is empowering the people on my continent because like there's so much potential and I don't want to see that just fade away mm. and if you look at things like what you said like Max building an application in 55 hours mm. look at Chakra UI mm. and how easy it is like, or how mm. much easier it makes web development mm. plug that in with really awesome like um back end like strapi or, mm. or hasura and um put auth with auth zero mm. and 
put it on Netlify and you have it and that's all free. That's all free and open source. Wow. And you have a fully fledged application which you can charge for with like Stripe or Flutterwave mm. or something. Mm. And you have if you can market your post, um, I think Facebook gives you like ten dollars for free and sell that to people and get like twenty people paying ten dollars and that's two hundred dollars um, on the first day and an do a bit of marketing. That's an achievement. And you have a startup. Yeah. Or a micro startup and like the opportunity that technology has mm. for people on the continent, even just around the world, is just amazing. Yeah. And I really just want more people to be availed of this information and just have hope and try, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're very right about like, that. Yeah. You're very right about that. Actually, if I may ask you something, Daniel, like, you know, I know you've been asking me about it a lot, like me, but like, I'm now curious. I want to know what yeah. you, what do you, how are you doing today? You know, like, what are you doing? Um, what are you working with? Um, <laughs> you know? What am I working with? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, cause cause, yeah, I just want to know more about you. I know you've, you've told me so much, like, <laughs> but I've told you a lot and like, told me a lot about what you're aspiring for, but like, I think you've, you've also piqued my curiosity. This is the first time we're talking. People were listening. Yeah, it definitely is. I've loved this conversation. Yeah. It's also really funny because, like, I've never, like, I don't think anyone on the podcast who's outside my Twitter knows about me and what I do. <laughs> but um, I don't really talk about it. But yeah, what do I do? Um, I'm a developer. I'm, a, I'm in developer relations and I'm working on, I'm working with Strapi. I just started as a developer advocate. Mm. Um, uh, Strapi, which is amazing headless CMS, open source, fully open source CMS. Amazing. And, we use Strapi um, at the card. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, we're using it for our, our guide documentation. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Are you featured? Anyway, this is not about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I do. I'm, I'm super passionate about like just mm. helping people also. And I think that's really what got me into developer relations. Mm. Um, I really, I'm really intrigued by startups and the dynamics of everything. And Mm. that's something I see myself getting into later on in life. Mm. Um, I really just like talk to people, find out what they're building. And like, I usually find myself connecting a bunch of people because of all the conversations I have with people. Mm. And that was a major reason why I started this podcast. Like before I used to have like the like the like the best conversations with people and I would just get so much from them and no one else could hear that and I was like more people need to be able to hear um these things and be in these spaces because I know like I I, I know I'm I've got like I, I feel very blessed to be able to talk to some of the people I talk to and just know some of the people I know and extending that to a lot of people mm-hmm. who listen is something that I, I would really love. I mean, like you, like this is, it's just been the most amazing conversation, to be honest. <laughs> um, and it's the first time we're talking and that's really nice. Uh, yeah, I, I really just want to amplify more voices because inspiration, like you said, is really big. And I've been very intentional about the people I've been getting onto the podcast, mm. um, looking at what they do, where they're from and um, yeah, the vibe they give off. And you seemed like an amazing person. Uh, who whose story had to be told, and I'm so happy you had this conversation. Oh man, thank you, Daniel. I really, I really appreciate that. You, you say I say a lot of nice things about me, and I, I appreciate that. 
was just like I'm, I'm all for cheering for one and like if you're doing something amazing i will sing you praises <laughs> so yeah that's about me um, wow. A glimpse, I guess. Um, thank you, thank you for the honor of like you know of of, of making your acquaintance. It's really, really amazing. Uh, and I feel now I also feel inspired. You know, like now Daniel is like doing this. I also need to like do better. <laughs> that's really cool. I'm I'm very yeah, glad. I'm very very that glad. Makes me, that makes me me smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, I mean, wow, it's been a really good conversation and. I'm not even sure how long we've gone, um, but I think this is a really amazing note to end on. Thank you so much, <laughs> Jonathan, for coming on and um, sharing your story and, yeah, chatting with me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, Daniel, and thank you so much to all the um, Rushing Forward listeners. Um, thank you for supporting Daniel and for always listening and for listening to me talk. And I know sometimes I can talk a lot. I'm really grateful that I've got to be here. <laughs> <laughs> It's good, you know. It's good to have a podcast host, a uh, guest who talks a lot. Also, <laughs> I need you to plug something. You can plug anything you want to plug. Oh yeah. Where can we find you on the internet? What is the oh. chakra UI website? Okay, cool. Akado. Cool. Yeah. Um. So, um. Currently, I um working on chakra UI view, and what it is is a component library that um allows you to build accessible view applications, uh, fast and flexibly. Um, so head on over to view.chakrauy.com and you know try, try out try out the uh, the library and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Another thing I'm working on as well is Akadu, and uh, so it what it is is a platform that's giving uh, people the that's giving people around the world the opportunity to learn things in their own language, and so that is something that we believe at Akadu. So um, if you have like meetings or you have like conferences or events and your audience speaks a different language. Um, Akadu is able to make it possible for um, both your online and online events to reach people of like different languages around the world. So we we help you give your voice a global listener. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, thanks again, Jonathan, for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate you, and keep on trailblazing. Oh man, thank you, thank you very much, and I'll be I'll be trailblazing right after your track. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan is gassing me up, everyone. <laughs> anyway, to the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rushing Forward. Send us your comments and suggestions at Malgamves, M A L G A M V E S, or Codecast ZM.